this FCS college football preview and NFL futures edition of the sports gambling podcast. It's brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is your home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter, better college basketball, NBA and NHL, whatever the sport they got you covered. Plus use promo code SGP for 30% off their premium data. Just go to betql.com promo code SGP 30. That's betql.com promo code SGP 30. We're also brought to you by better than Vegas. Better than Vegas is the home for avid sports betters, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Finally, we're brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no vig. That's right, no vig betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com, promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B E T T O R, edge.com, promo code SGP. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Oh, you know what? What a day to be alive, Sean, because we're here talking college football in the spring, college football, spring football, of course, joining us in studio live here on YouTube, talking college football, Kobe Dan, AKA the Dant base. What's happening, Colby? Let's go, man. Let's go. I'm ready to do this. Let's get a Woe Bundy's or something. Let's get the black. I need the eye paint. Kai. I you mean, know, Al Bundy would be a definite great FCS player. I could see him getting drafted, or you know, get a full ride at one of these FCS schools. I mean, the guy had five touchdowns That's at Polk High. I mean, North North Dakota State, right there, right? Yeah, I know. What are those like websites where they hype up the uh, videos? Like, uh, I could just see him having a suite, and someone needs to do this. I know we have a bunch of good like video editors and stuff. Uh, that listen to the show, but we need a Al Bundy hype video <laughs> as if he is like an actual high school candidate. Cause I think there is some footage of him. I I'm, you know what? I'm going to Google that and go down that <laughs> rabbit hole because I think that is a fun, fun, uh, fun thing to get into, but we're talking FCS football. Spring football is back. If you haven't heard breaking news, it's Thir- back. third straight year. Third yeah. straight year of spring football. It's uh, it's pretty sweet, and we will have a fourth straight year. I mean, FCS probably won't be that, but it's XFL is handing back. the baton yeah. to the yeah. Rock and, and the XFL. Of who, of course, we're excited for that. Now, Colby, you're a big XFL guy, a big FCS guy. Are you worried that they may have to go head to head next spring? I, well, I wish I, I would want that, but I, I saw some FCS schools release their fall schedule, so hmm. I don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately. It's, but we'll yeah. see what the ratings will do. It, that's what I, I mean. I was uh, I, I was in a meeting today, you know, 
do hobnobbing talking SGPN and we were talking about FCS. Grind, grind, I, I, grind. I'm, I'm saying I think it's gonna be a big thing. And and to me, I, I think they're saying they're gonna play in the fall, but once they see the ratings, yeah, for what I imagine will be very good FCS TV ratings, I think they're gonna some of these teams are going to have to play in the spring. And I think what they'll do is I know what you're saying, but Sean, they need the money to play Alabama. Perfect. That those essential bye week games that they provide for these giant schools for cash. I think that can be well, their well, spring football yeah. program. You've unlocked it because that's the move. And of course, some FBS programs like New Mexico are actually playing games. New Mexico this spring. State, New Mexico Sorry, State. New Mexico yeah, State. Yeah. But what, what is it that kills us about the point of playing an FCS school? It's a bye week. We're still uh Kramer, I think you still have the title card up on our uh live stream. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I think everyone's just looking really? at nothing then. <laughs> I must have hit hit a button on the way out. Uh now people can I'm I'm sure the 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 people on YouTube are sad they weren't seeing our beautiful faces, but that the point of playing the FCS is preseason. Yeah. When is preseason for college football? It's in the spring. The high school kids are graduating early, they're getting on campus. Why not? If you're Alabama, play yeah. a tune-up game in the spring, or why what? not have an actual spring game that isn't a that, scrimmage? That it goes back the other way too. Yeah, exactly. That, and that, then flip it around. Exactly. Fall for the. I mean, it works out in so many. The only people that get hurt here are the FCS kids who are going to go pro. I mean, that's really it. Because it, then it gets weird with the draft. I actually, but, but even that, I I still think. I mean, most of the season is going to be wrapped up by the draft, and I I think they're fine. Really, they should do it, but I think the side we're underestimating is the political side of this for the politics involved with college sports. Because if Sam Houston State, which has been a good FCS for years, if they get 10, 20 years of being on ESPN playing in the spring, maybe they can steal some recruits from from A and M or Texas mm. or Baylor or Texas Tech or something. So I, I look, I, I'm so glad it's here. We get spring football, a real playoff too. Sixteen teams. Yes. Uh, ten, just, well, ten automatic bids. It's, it's normally twenty four, but they went to sixteen because there's uh, like uh, I think thirty some opt outs. Well, what I wrote down was selection Sunday football style. <laughs> oh. Let's go. There Fuck is. Yeah. There's a selection Sunday. It, it's gonna be awesome. All right. Before we start breaking down, we're gonna do some some FCS college futures. Before we do that. Want to give a shout out to BetQL? That's right. Why don't you start betting smarter instead of harder? BetQL has all the data you need to be a winning gambler over at BetQL.com. Use that promo code SGP30, get 30% off. Perfect, perfect ROI on your investment already. Hitting 30% off, great place to start there. Tons of action, tons of picks. They have a nice little ranking system between one and five stars. I know. I'm always uh, looking at their data when I'm making my college basketball picks. Of course, both Colby and I hit both our lock and our dogs from the college basketball picks podcast. Again, head over to betql.com. Use that promo code SGP30. And they got a sportsbook offers as well. They got it all. BetQL.com, promo code SGP30. Okay, Colby, let's start from the beginning. Pretend. You're a you're a football fan, but honestly, you haven't watched a lot of a lot of FCS action. Walk us through, uh, walk us through the program in general. What's going to be happening this season? Uh, well, I can tell you first off, uh, as a guy that's watched 
30 years of like FCS playoff football. Now I have a hard time watching the regular season because I'm covering FBS, yeah. but uh, the playoffs normally, you know, happen in December. As Mike Leach always says that the college football gives away the, the month of December <laughs> to do. the NFL and, and two, right. two separate points here real quick. One, it's hilarious that the FCS isn't afraid to have a playoff when realistically the guys playing the FCS are probably better students and actually definitely. probably need definitely, to pass yeah, their exams yeah. because none of these guys with the exception <laughs> of, you know, like one or two guys are going pro very rarely. And they're the ones that are actually playing the playoffs. So that throws that excuse. And also hilarious move, I think by the FCS of doing the week zero game just one game yeah. as if the idea of having a week <laughs> with like six games, that's going to overwhelm the college football fan. I mean, eight games slate FCS action too much. We need to solo the game, highlight it. And don't worry. We will be breaking down uh, McNeese state at Tarleton state coming up. But I just thought it was hilarious that even they were like, okay, we need to solo this game. It's yeah. genius. Yeah, it really. Is. I mean, especially if you know the backstory of Charlton State uh, was D two and they yep. dominated oh, the D two ranks. Don't, now now they jump for the okay. save it. Save okay. it for the game preview. But, but guys, I, I'm honestly so like, so Colby, uh, just real quick, because yeah. what you're sensing over there is a little bit of alphaness mm-hmm. for some for someone who may maybe they mispronounce a a, a team or two here in Division One A. <laughs> But we're talking to a one double A dynamo over here. Right? <laughs> He's ready to talk. He knows division two. He knows that they're taking a step up. Yeah, Don't bring yeah, that shit right? to his doorstep. Bill Snyder, man. Now, assume you never watched football before. Will this be like Navy? And they will are they tackling? Are they, no, this, will there be tackling yes, this in is tackling okay. and and what's great is and they can they can still play a playoff? How do they, they figure can still that? play a playoff? It's How a, do they figure that dude, out. Dude, I would uh, and, and I would argue that like I've watched enough playoff football. Now, sure, you you have some bad teams, just like in, in any level of football. But the elites of this, there's certain conferences in the yeah. FCS mm. that are better than actual conferences in the FBS. Ooh. Oh, okay. So which ones? Who is better? Who is better in the FCS as a conference? Uh, the CAA, the Missouri Valley. Okay, Missouri, Look, Missouri Valley. Valley, North Dakota State is six and zero against the yeah. last six teams they've played of the FBS, including Iowa. Think Minnesota is one of them. Kansas State's one of them. So they are just flat out better. They've well, proved it. R- real quick, uh, sidebar: these these teams that played games in the fall are they counting to their records going into no. the spring? No. Okay, because I'm I'm looking now. This is just off Google, but North Dakota State is listed at one and zero, and but that's that's totally just, resetting yeah, for the spring. They did a showcase game. So Missouri yeah. State zero and three. In the, in the fall, that's not coming over to it's, the spring. It's not, but we should we should watch Missouri State because our guy Bobby Petrino, oh, the guy really? the guy who crashed the motorcycle, well, he's still got, around. He's the head coach of oh Missouri State. Yeah, scumbag oh factor, God. baby. Wait, so they were just cool with him having a, a just a toy as a secretary, <laughs> just like all right, listen, I'll I'll take whatever money you want to give me, but you got to hire Sally here. St- still the best photo. <laughs> I she think gets all of it if yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> But dude, seriously, I mean, look, the Missouri Valley, though Northern Iowa, they might. Uh, I was a big fan before uh, Kurt Warner's comments because Kurt Warner went to Northern Iowa. They've been good that long. DJ you and Ward, I, baby. Yeah, they're really good. The Jackrabbits, South Dakota State. That's a rivalry too. North Dakota State against South they're Dakota State. They're always kind of nipping at their heels. Those fucking Jackrabbits. Yeah. And we'll get to them in the futures, but they're uh, they're a live dog as far as winning it all. I mean, if yes. Mike Leach were here, he would laugh at us that we would consider a Jackrabbit versus a Bison. <laughs> Are you come we, on? We should just call him and get him on the show uh, talking because that's another thing is the FCS mascots. 
Better than the FBS. Wow. Okay. Better than the FBS. Favorite FCS mascot off the top of your head, Colby. Well, I mean, we were talking about it with the uh, with 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 the Jackrabbit, but I mean, there's a lot out there. There's uh, what what are some of the other ones? There's like uh, I mean, I feel like the whole Missouri Valley is a great conference. The Leathernecks. Oh, Western Illinois Leathernecks. I'm in. (laughs) I mean, if you're if if you're a fan of uh, Drumline. Right, like we're some of the schools. Oh, yeah. We're talking. We're talking uh, some of those schools. Going Miak, Miak. Uh, the Ohio yeah. Valley Conference, which is obviously more of a basketball conference. Hey, Jack, Jacksonville State can play, man. Ohio is a football state. Same, yeah. same with Big that. Sky. There's a couple, a uh, couple decent teams in Big Sky. Big Sky is actually look. They normally have a, like a couple power conferences. The CAA, our guy Patty C. JMU. I was going to really say good. JMU, the host, co-host. Yeah, of yeah, the, the yeah. college experience played. <laughs> Played for JMU, uh, but also if you are from the East Coast, JMU well uh, read in the regards of the uh, the 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 view, if you know what I mean. Like JMU is to a beautiful vista on the West Coast as Radford is to a fucking spot along the Jersey uh, Turnpike. Well, Kramer, do we you have a call right? on the uh, yeah. locker room? Calls on locker room live on YouTube. Let's see who's with us tonight. Oh, Patty Sizzle? Could could this be? Is this a different Patty Sizzle? I don't think so. What's I see good, James Patty Brooks. Sizzle? What did it do, baby? How are we living? We're we're living. We're talking James Madison. We're about to make fun of you. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. I know Kramer knows what's up. Kramer's seen a whore too. All right, bro, well, <laughs> real quick. I'm gonna uh, tell I'm gonna tell a quick story. Jo- well, joining us on the line oh. from the college experience, Patty C checking in on the locker room line. So uh, Jay, at least w- when I went to Virginia tech, there were a handful of kids from New Jersey at Virginia tech. Like it was a decent migration from Jersey down to tech, but the real migration happened to JMU and, and it was one Dude. of those schools where, you know, no offense, the bar was a little lower. So, you know, it's kind of like the West Virginia <laughs> factor. It's a little easier to get in anyway. Uh, what we, we, uh, one of the first weekends I'm in Virginia, I end up going to JMU and everything they told me was true about it. And I remember like the rest of that semester think like trying to find any reason possible to get back to JMU because it was like going to an amusement park with no entry fee. It was great. Anyway, sorry. Well, I feel like uh tech and JMU had a lot of the same, same type of people, you know, tech tech, you're going to go down. You definitely had the big college feel. Um, you're probably more likely to get, I don't know, Jamie, there's plenty of fighting going on, but uh, lots of whores at both schools. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, dude, just the ratio Gosh. at JMU was, was a little yeah. more beneficial, but isn't it true that Virginia tech doesn't schedule James Madison anymore for no, one they're reason. Scared. They're scared. <laughs> that is true. And what is that for reason? Some reason? Both Virginia schools, uh, FC or uh, power five schools have a hard time putting them on the schedule these days. What, what is that reason though? What happened? Walk us through what happened. I, if I had to guess, there was this guy Drew Dudzik, uh, former Northern Virginia guy, right outside of our area, Centerville High School. You know, he led those Dukes to an, a massive upset. You know, and Virginia Tech actually went on to win the remainder. That was week two. Virginia Tech won, I want to say, eleven straight games after that, only to get smoked by. Uh, Stanford in the orange bowl, but we, we beat the ACC champion that year straight up. So, I mean, J- JMU right there for Colby's argument about the CAA potentially being better than some of these, uh, fuck the sunbelt, fuck, you know, uh, <laughs> oh, man, whatever, we were just going to uh, get to the, the, the sunbelt Mac, preview. You know, we're better than the ACC. We beat the ACC champion. 
Yeah. I mean, dude, they, Hey, you said it right. <laughs> no, they're, they are better dude. Richmond, Remind Delaware, me. Villanova have been good for a Stony long time. Brook. Remind <laughs> me, was that the year right after the massacre on the Virginia tech campus? Was that the first home? I believe no, no, that, was oh, that, that was ECU. That was ECU. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was the original massacre on the Virginia Tech oh, campus. Wow. Oh, oh, wow. oh, oh, oh! Wow. I think that was a Tyra. That was Tyra. I think. <laughs> All right, pa- Patty, Patty C. Since you are a uh, FCS expert, a CAA expert, Villanova, they're sitting at plus twelve hundred. To uh, no fun. <laughs> yeah, to win it all. It's it's crazy that they're. Their college football program has better odds right now than their college basketball program. <laughs> certainly, certainly different level of competition, but <laughs> Villanova at, at plus twelve hundred. Any chance they uh, dethrone North Dakota State here in the FCS? Oh, the, the, you can't play around with the Wildcats. They are the real deal at that level. Now, uh, they, I think they got over the hump, didn't they? Win win one recently? No, North Dakota State's been winning them all, yeah. except for that one game you got. But I feel like Villanova goes pretty deep, pretty regularly. So. But, um, but that would mean they would have to win the CAA and beat James Madison. Is that what you're saying, Patty? C? It could be an at-large uh, bid. At-large bid. <laughs> That's at true. large, because they're they're definitely not taking that crown away. I don't know where's that game being played this year. I I, I have to dig that oh, up no. right now. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, if you if, yeah, if you don't know the uh, for the 16 teams, 10 of uh, the 10 conferences, right, and then six at-large, 11 conferences, right? Yeah, uh, the, there's no Ivy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's so, right. Um, yeah, but then look, you got 10, 10 automatic bids. big sky, big South CAA, and w- uh, OVC pioneer Patriot MV MVFC NEC. SoCon <laughs> Southland. <laughs> now, now what's great though, is that they play a home playoff game. So instead of these yeah. BS bowls, like the chimichanga bowl, I, right? <laughs> I've, hi- I've highlighted this before. That's how you make some money for the, the playoff for the FBS, right? Like they haven't unlocked it yet. They're in the lab with Dr. Pepper trying to figure it out. I think the Colonel might be in there too. They're really going to unlock the 18 playoff next. But for now we have, like I said, I'm excited for spring selection Dude, Sunday football style. This, this is great. Now, Patty C look, take JMU out of the equation. Do you have yeah. a, do you have a, 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 you can't go chalk because North Dakota state's kind of a JMU <laughs> rival by now. What do you, who you, who you picking non JMU to non North Dakota state? Yeah. And, and I, would, I mean, uh, it's a little bit chalky, but Weber seems to be having their shit together lately. That, that's a team I'm on the lookout for those folks in Utah, you know, no drinking. They don't drink over there. You've been over. I've been over the Salt Lake City. I had to get like a a one day license to drink at the bar. So <laughs> yeah, they make said, you they make you no join DJs. some weird club. You got you got to put your hashtag na- Dejans only. You, you got to be on the books at the social club so they know you're not a, a Mormon breaking all the rules. <laughs> oh, That's right. That's right. So you like you like uh, Weber State, Weber State plus four hundred. <laughs> Sean first Weber State. <laughs> I mean, come on. No, they're good though. They they play great defense. They they're uh, I I was really impressed with over the past few years with their physicality, and uh, they 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 had to play at JMU I believe last year, and that's why they lost. I think if that game was in uh, Utah, they might have upset the uh, the Dukes there. So uh, I hey, like that. The play. home field advantage played. We earned it in the regular season, and that's why, like Colby says. All those teams in the South that uh, get the home field advantage for all intents and purposes in the bowl games. Whatever it be Orange Bowl, Peach Bowl, fucking Sugar Bowl, blah 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 bowl. Uh, lo and behold, they usually win. We've seen the South kind of take over. You come to Harrisonburg, you're taking a fucking L. That's how it works. 
I love it. Wow, we're getting some FCS smack talk from a JMU alum. I like it. Love it. Hey, and don't forget Charles Haley, one of the best defensive linemen of all time. Gary Clark, a, a Super Bowl winning wide receiver from the Washington football team, and uh, Scott Norwood. I mean, that that is all JMU These are royalty all JMU. right and, there. And yeah. a pivotal moment in my uh, my sexual prowess happened, <laughs> happened on the campus of JMU. So wow, was that a recruiting trip gone well, wrong? What happened? Here? Yeah, you know, I was just checking out the campus. Didn't know we used to call him uh, the, the, the type that Patty C was referring to earlier. We used to call him TBS as tall, blonde, and skinny. <laughs> That's that's JMU can that's the Whoa. campus of JMU. Right there. All right, before we let you go, Patty C, uh, who do you like week one here? Uh Tarleton versus uh McNeese. Yeah, yeah. week zero, week oh, one, yeah. whatever, yeah. Give me uh give me the, the what are they, the Texans? Yeah. Yep. Tarleton give me Texans. Tarleton, baby, coming up and running shit right off the bat. Home Love dog it. catching two and a half plus one twenty on the money line. Make sure you check out Patty C, the place to be on the college experience. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling in. All right, brother. I appreciate it, fellas. Take it easy. Later, bro. Good Love to hear uh, Patty C checking in on the locker room line. I mean, he's a true legend. He's a guy that that had a burrito on the sidelines of a game that got him in trouble. <laughs> you know, can you imagine with Sean? You played high school football. Yeah. You, you go eat a burrito on the sideline. I, I mean, one the <laughs> the ashes in my stomach to, would have, would have been like well, what are you doing right now there's a lot to unpack i mean i probably could have eaten a burrito on the side cuz it wouldn't have mattered i wouldn't have been getting in well that's past logic was like I'm, dude i'd never sniff the field I, dude i don't know how you do that i would like especially when i ran track I, nerves were crazy i'd have to take a shit before every race yeah i'm eating burritos on the sideline huh where is he getting like a uh-uh. decent burrito yeah who's the who's the delivery man I, we need to go deep into the story here uh, i think there's a little bit more to it. Like fucking TO keeping a burrito in your sock. <laughs> anyway. And that well, that's what those hand warmers are for. Keep the burrito warm. What's going on? You're that's not a quarterback. Andy, you don't need a hand warmer. Andy Reid, why are you wearing two hand warmers? You bought keep a little sack in Lunch there. and dinner. But but dude, I I, I really believe like at the CAA over the past 20, 30 years, like I said, JMU, Richmond, Delaware, Villanova, Maine's had some good teams. The, I if you schedule them against the Mac or the conference USA, well, I really think it'd be close. It'd be a wash. Yeah. And I, I don't have much evidence, but again, it's like a wash off of the area, right? Like you have the, the, the tidewater area that just creates talent. So at any level I mean, we see with ODU, right? Old dominion yeah. pops yeah. has popped their head up uh, just because of where they are. Uh, JMU kind of right down the road. Uh, maybe a, a, a Rich, second Richmond tier too. option. Yeah, yeah. And at this point, you know, with the fact that these teams play on, they even have some televised games. Like, you know, they always say like the difference between one a and one double a is a handful of scholarships. And, and, you know, with some of these programs, like you said, it's true. You, you've seen what, what, who the guy, they blocked the kick against Michigan. And now they've been playing D one for a while. App State, Pretty fucking good yeah. app state. Thank you. Yeah. Corey Lynch. So, yeah. It was Corey Lynch. Who, who's that. the, yeah. the, the question I kind of came in with is which one of these teams is the next team to make the jump. To to the FBS or yeah. to or to, well, to win the championship. Uh, I mean, I, North Dakota State. I I, I think if, if you've won eight out of, out of nine Gosh, national championships, but don't that, they don't they almost like staying there and dominating? <laughs> I just feel like to me, it, there's talk right now that the AAC might steal. So mm. the American Athletic might steal San Diego State and Boise, right? And if that happens, the Mountain West, it's a no brainer. They should grab North Dakota and South Dakota State. So the former yeah. Big East is going to have teams on the West Coast. That's fucking weird. I mean, the conference USA had it for a little bit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, I mean, so then they need to backfill and that, that would be the backfill. I mean, that's what I've read. I, I, I don't know how 
close that is to happening, but I'm saying, uh, especially the North Dakota state s- side of things, I think it's close on the Boise state, San Diego state side of things. Yeah, I mean, if I'm the ACC, uh, if this basketball situation doesn't improve in Syracuse, I'm seriously considering <laughs> swapping out <laughs> JMU for no, Syracuse. Like, go, right? like, who in the ACC is stoked to go up there? It's like it's bad enough to go to Boston College. At least you're in Boston. <laughs> Syracuse is in the middle of nowhere. Well, well, Colby, what are these? Uh, you know, we've kind of highlighted the CAA a little bit. What's another fun conference or? Are, are there some rivalry games we should be looking ahead as as future FCS diehards that we are? Uh, what what you know? Obviously, North Dakota State odds on favorite to win it all, plus one fifty. But besides them, like what are what are there some rivalries? I know they have a rivalry with San Diego St- or South Dakota State. I keep seeing SDSU and want to say San Diego State. <laughs> our gals. Um, what 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 are some rivalries? Some teams to kind of keep our eye on. Well, look, it, we we talked. Uh, you know, Big Sky. Unfortunately, it's normally one of the best, and I still think it's good. But Montana, Montana State, and Sacramento mm. State, which are all playoff teams a year ago, opted out. So they still have some really good teams. Eastern Washington, Red they, Turf. Yeah, and heads they, up. They, dude, they've had a good program for like twenty or thirty years as well. Um, yeah. They're they're up there. Weber State's in that conference. I expect those two the best. Northern Arizona and Flagstaff. Yeah, that's uh, a that's a fun college staff. Yeah, uh, they're they're not bad. So I expect them especially. Be careful. In- Kramer FML tour made a quick stop through there. You know, on a little little family trip out to the uh, eastern part of the state. I went through that campus, so I just want to call that out before anyone gets too excited about Put Northern your Arizona. On it, Ryan? I was there this year. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Uh, the curse yeah, is the on FML Northern Arizona. Arizona. Fade, fade yeah. the lumberjacks. Now, now they, don't, they don't have a Heisman Trophy in FCS, but if they did, who are some some names to keep an eye on? Obviously, Trey Lance not playing for North Dakota State in the spring. He's going right to the draft. But who are some other big name players that that kind of would be in the Heisman running? Well, I think you stay you stay right there because North Dakota State's been a factory at quarterbacks. Are so. we talking about Zeb Nolan? We are uh, uh, Iowa State transfer. This guy had a great game against Oklahoma a few years ago. So uh, I I was a little shocked he made the jump to D two or I'm sorry uh, FCS. But in, when you look at all their quarterbacks are I mean Wentz was top ten. Lance is projected number seven. I saw this morning. And then the other guy, the backup for the Chargers, uh, what's his, what's my Easton guy's name? Stick. Easton Stick. You know, they so it's they're powerhouse. They're really is. quarterbacks in the pros nonstop. Well, and, yeah. and you think if they're getting these guys drafted, you play in a dome and you dominate. It's a great opportunity to showcase. Here's a quote from uh, our buddy Zeb. I know there were some hard decisions to be made for some seniors with moving on with life, and I respect that. But I think there was no closure. Senior Bison quarterback Zeb Nolan said of the one game fall season. I needed to come back and be here for everybody and play for Bison Nation. I mean, <laughs> also I'm ready to run through a, first, a wall for that. Guy. Also, not not a, not a first round talent, maybe. <laughs> Dude, but you, but you, I mean, if you're if you if you're like just looking to get a sniff, and you're seeing a program that's giving guys like Easton Stick a chance, uh, yeah, why not roll the dice at North Dakota State? Uh, Eric Bier, uh is a as a quarterback for Eastern Washington, dual threat. He's nasty. Uh, I, and another thing is, we got a couple triple option teams in this in this K- Kennesaw State, the Citadel, Furman. They all they run Kennesaw tri- State plus eight hundred to win it all. And and Furman twenty five to one. Yeah. And man. from what I can tell, so two statements here. One, cr- you know the, the the good teams have been doing well in most of the sports. Uh, th- this you look at the the odds. The future is here. You're saying, yeah, I'm saying that recently good teams have been getting to the finish line. 
Uh, in just about every major sports league, good teams are performing well. Uh, the teams that were supposed to do good are going to do good. But with this FCS shit, one and done, Torney at the end, there's got to be something. Because you, if you go 16 teams deep, you're into the 30 to 1 range. So now here's the question. You're telling me there's a chance. Well, and there's still another statement. But there's first the question, which is the odds makers can't know that much about these teams. Yeah. <laughs> they cannot know that much about these teams to where I wonder what kind of prop swap action there's going to be. Cause if you can grab, like I'm assuming there's some, some teams here, maybe a little further down that you can pick up a 50 to one type number and maybe they're making a run at a playoff spot. Well, well or are, here, you, are you saying that there's no chance it's going to be chalky? No, I I think there's there's definitely uh, I had a, a guy on the college experience today breaking down the FCS and he was a, a North Dakota State fan so he was telling me that he goes this is what he thinks is the uh, their weakest team mm. but they're still really good and they develop uh, their positions really well yeah and another thing is the home playoff game with no fans I mean well I think North Dakota can have some but I'm saying in general for the sport we could see it really uh, uh, you know Weber had to play at JMU that was a packed house last year if there's no one there. That's got to make a little bit of a difference, right? Well, well I, yeah, I, I, yes. <laughs> and if you're looking at some potential at large uh, bids, here, are, here are some of the projected ones we're seeing: South Dakota State, uh, Eastern Washington, UNI. Uh, wait, did UNI opt out or no? No, this, UNI, is UNI is Northern there. Iowa. They're, they're, and that's a game that we're going to see, guys. Uh, I believe next Friday they take on South Dakota State. And those are two really good programs. Yep. So, and they've well, been five and yeah. six to one to win the uh, the chip, as they call it. Yeah, yeah. And, and then uh, some other potential at large. Villanova uh, makes sense because JMU probably going to win the CAA or at least projected to. Austin P. Sam Houston State teams on uh, on Colby's bubble list. Albany. <clears throat> These are teams. Great Danes. All- they got a six seven quarterback, dude. Illinois State. Mammoth. Oh man, I used to know a guy. Uh, Guy went to Monmouth. He was a guy who uh, played at our high school team. Went to Monmouth. His family had a uh, mafia ties. Interesting character. Uh, <laughs> and then Wolford. Ma- Ma- Monmouth has a quarterback, Kenji Bahar. I think he threw forty-two touchdowns last year. I love that keep you know eye, that. Keep an eye. I love, I love yeah. that you know that. So maybe Monmouth is the uh, team we take we, the crazy long shot we, on. We definitely. What are we going to give ourselves? Two, two Austin, or three weeks. Austin P is forty to one. Uh, Monmouth uh, is fifty to one. We need. We need Austin P is right up your alley because they played a bunch of fall games and they said, uh, "Fuck you, we're yeah. playing both seasons." All right, I like it. The what governors. Else? The governors. What else? Oh, governors. Yeah, oh man. All right, I'm already in. I'm hey, you, hopefully, he's not like the California governor, right? There you go. Oh wow, Kevin Newsom <laughs> getting political. Uh, uh, so I'm all in on Austin, po- Austin P, Clarksville, Tennessee. Let's go, baby. I'm gonna Google their schedule. I think. Do we each pick a team? I think this is a fun bet. Why don't we each pick a team similar range? Whoever gets farther brings the whole pot down. Oh, I feel I like I'm so going, I gotta like watch it. him first. I I'm like going, it. Yeah, come on, Craig, Coming in watch dark? it. All right. I'm going Austin <laughs> P at forty to one. You guys can each pick a team either at forty to one or below as far as FCS odds. We each throw a hundred dollars in the pot. Whatever team gets farther in the season wins it all. Oh man! So I, it has to be forty to one or worse. Hashtag Dejans only. <laughs> yeah. Come on, get into FCS uh, football. Well, you know Pussy. what uh, we. <laughs> 
We spent a moment on the great campus in Moscow, Idaho. Oh, okay. the, Vandals. the Vandals. Great name though. 66 to one. Uh, I have a cousin who attended the great university there. Uh, mm. That that's where I'm going, Sean. So you're uh, taking Idaho. I'm taking Idaho. I mean, look, uh, this is a uh, this is a, a place where even if there aren't fans, they have a advantage. A little bit of elevation, a lot of weather. Oh, I like it. Cold I in like the spring. It. <laughs> that's, it's, that's where the Brady argument started. One thing I do have noted here is like still my, going for some <laughs> reason. Like my, yes, it's where the great Brady. Uh, <laughs> I now I, I don't remember. How, what bad, I was how many say. games did I lose in pool when we were in Moscow? I, I, I think I know, went zero and eight. Oh, um, I, weather normally it, it, it weather it gets cold, right? Like that, so, you, they're in a dome. I'm not saying one oh, team. Okay. I'm saying the whole thing. Injury wise, like to start a season, it's warmer. You're not worried about muscles popping. All this stuff. Now that you're starting in the brisk winter, right? Like one of the things I have noted, we, uh, which we should probably get to. Which, by the way, we have a caller as well. But we should get to this game because weather will matter. I wonder because we're starting. In the coldest part of the season, will that that's have a? Th- that's football. That's the way it should be. I don't mind, yeah. but we've never. This is we're in uncharted territory right yeah. now. February. Cold weather teams, I think, will have more of an advantage than normal. Colby, before we get to the caller, your FCS team. I gotta go with the Fighting Blue Hens of Delaware. <laughs> Delaware. I'm in Delaware. Patty C. You know, gave me a hard time for repping the Blue Hens because he said, "Aren't they a female? <laughs> Shouldn't uh, they be the Roosters?" Right? Hey. Delaware is Delaware. The Delaware football team is the Delaware of states. I know there, there was a guy completely uh, forgettable, no tax, minuscule no sales tax and unimportant. There was a guy uh, on again, going back to my high school football days, uh, Ryan, I don't know if you know, I used to play, but uh, one of the guys who was addicted to steroids amongst other things in high school, he, uh, he, he was like insanely jacked dude, six, six. And just like, Really didn't have athletic ability, but was just like jacked up and ripped out of his mind. Like struggled to wipe his ass. Yeah, he so but he <laughs> could he could punt the ball, and he got he went to Delaware on a punting scholarship. He had to like retake the SATs number of times. His combined SAT was like low mid six hundreds. Um, not a bright guy. Nice. That guy. means like it must have a great football team. Uh, Rich Rich Gannon, Joe Flacco from there. Look, good. yeah, these are, like, these are good things. Yeah, two Super Bowl winners. Well, Kramer, get no. to the. Gannon didn't win one. Super Bowl players. Yeah. All right, Jung. What's good, brother? Oh man, I what's up, boys? How you guys doing? What's happening? <laughs> How are you, man? Love it, love it. Um, yeah, no, I was looking, I was studying the FCS and um is Central Arkansas not not in the FCS anymore? They are, but they they're not playing this year because they played in the fall. So certain teams yeah. opted out. There was like thirty, I think thirty-four teams that decided not to play. So we got, I think 90, 92 still going. So, and, and then, and Towson, what about Towson? They, they waved the white flag too. You know, Jeez. what guy they're, they're pussies. What can I say, man? <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I had, I, I was thinking if, if central Arkansas was playing, man, they, I mean, they, they had a good showing against um, UAB, right? Had yeah. a 10 point loss against them in the fall and then lost by 11 to uh North Dakota State. So I was thinking if they were going to be playing, man, but I can't find them. But uh, there's a couple. I'm, I'm, there's yeah. a there's a couple teams that you should. North Carolina A and T has been a team that's been a pain. I mean, the last time they played ECU, they won under the Scotty Montgomery days, twenty five to one. Sam Houston State. Uh, I also think Illinois State, another one that uh, in the Missouri Valley. Missouri Valley is deep with teams, man. Just look, there's like five or six teams that 
night or week in week out is going to be a tough out for a lot of the teams minus North Dakota state. And I got to imagine in getting back to just the concept of betting on something that just generally hasn't really been, I mean, how many of these teams have played a game with a point spread before? I'm serious. Like how many th- well, the playoffs have the playoffs yeah, have, yeah, but that's yeah. the top team and the, pl- and the teams that come up and play an FBS school, you'll see them getting, you know, 70 points or whatever. Yeah. But how many times have, have we, have they had an actual spread on a game at this level? It feels like we're going to be just like the games are going to be coming in nowhere near the spread. And then if you pay attention, yeah, I got to imagine this is going to be like the weird small conference basketball shit that you like, Colby. Yeah, where you're going to be able to dominate the <laughs> well, sports. Well, books. then you have the compelling factor of like, dude, Deion Sanders at Jackson oh, State yes. just has the 85th best recruiting class in all of football. That includes wow. the, the so, dude, North Dakota State and JMU don't recruit like that. So I'm saying that he's bringing in a slew. His son is a, the starting quarterback. Well, look. I was gonna pick Jacksonville State, but Sean strictly he said forty to one or yep. more. Jackson, are you going? J- no, Jackson State is is Dion. Oh, Jacksonville, I'm sorry. Jacksonville State, State is the Gamecocks who are good, but Jackson State not even on the radar. Also, Easy Ed McCaffrey, the new head coach oh. at Northern Colorado, bringing his son Dylan McCaffrey as a transfer from Michigan Ooh. to be their starting quarterback. Well, that says all you need to know about the state of Michigan sports right now. <laughs> D- dudes are transferring out of Michigan <laughs> to, to go <laughs> to go to a, a, a to go play with their dad. I mean that's that's cute. While you anyway, guys were anyway. talking, breaking news. While you guys were talking, I ordered a used Austin P jersey <laughs> for fourteen dollars. Oh. Let's go, baby. I need a Who's van- the new governor, baby? <laughs> <laughs> I need a vandal shirt. I need anyway. W- sorry, we're, we we have a guest, Sean. Is is there is there a line on UC Davis Aggies? Oh yeah, no, and Dan Hawkins, the guy who who was one one. of the starters of the Boise State program. Dan Hawkins, yeah, Yeah. I love it. Eighty to one to win the the Natty. uh, They made the playoffs last year to get those odds as a team that made the playoffs. And if you want a little bit of next level handicapping, you would know UC Davis. That's country boy farm country. Uh, They they probably got some some country strong motherfuckers. Like think Big Ten. John, yeah, uh, uh, before absolutely. before we let you go, what do you uh, besides this uh, Tarleton State McKinney's State game? <laughs> McKinney's? Mc, how do you pronounce it, Colin? McKinney's. McKinney's. Come on, State. dude! You've really been in the tourney before. You've heard McKinney's it. State, Tarleton State. <laughs> and dealing with besides betting on that, uh, what else? What other action you got going on? I know you got something cooking. I mean, besides Australian Open, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, who do you like in the Australian Open? <laughs> Uh, I mean, right now, right now, I'm 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 sticking with the WTA. So with the WTA, uh, a lot, lot of chalk right now, but I I do like um, this Belarus Sabalenka, Arena Sabalenka. She she's on fire. So <laughs> and, and if you want more of that, come over to the Slack. Yeah, Jong's lighting it up Absolutely. in the Slack. Hell yeah! You guys are the man. Thanks, John. Cheers, Real man of DJ. Hey, right. thank you, brother. Enjoy. Cheers, brother. All right, Colby. Before we get to uh, the McNeese State at Tarleton State, <laughs> I kind of like your McNeese. Whatever you said, that's better. McNeese. You added an extra syllable. Dude, there. Yeah, I don't know what the. Fuck. It was like something on <laughs> like like McDonald's it was menu. Like a sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> McNeese. McNeese. God bless you. Gesundheit. <laughs> What were you gonna say, my friend? Uh, Patriot League football. I know Holy Cross getting j- get just they they pencil them in. Now Connor <laughs> DeGenhart though, I feel like we got to get yeah, Connor DeGenhart. I, I want to go with Con- Connor DeGenhart, but 
Man, as played by Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I really, it's an it's a badass name, but I got to root against the What's guy because he's name? playing against Lehigh. What's the oh, first name? Connor. Yeah, Connor Dejanhart. And he's just preparing for the game by putting his fist in broken <laughs> glass. Dude, he's gonna destroy Lehigh. I can't wait to see the Crusaders just oh, come down there. How, just how dare you? Him up. All right. I love that we're talking. Uh, we're talking basketball, school football. <laughs> Imagine what the six packs that Colby's gonna come up with. Yes, dude. Jackson Jackson State starts off with Edward Waters. That's a university. I'm sorry, you got to read some stuff. Do it. It's all good, Colby. Just want to give a shout out to Better Edge. That's right. I'm rocking the Better Edge hat. Do you know what I like? I like a good hat, and I like not paying a vig. And you can do that over at BetterEdge.com. Promo code SGP. Get that free ten dollar bet. I know it's kind of crazy. No vig betting. We have. Not only do we have no big betting options over at betteredge.com, we also have college football in the spring. Life is good. Use that promo code SGP. Plenty of fun contests. Hopefully, bring it back the uh, beat the database contest. That's always that's always a good one. They got it all going over at uh, betteredge.com. Very easy sign up. Make sure you get verified there so you can use the uh, play for play for real money. I mean, edge coins are fun, but come on. Real money is where it's at. Let's go. Betteredge.com. Promo code SGP. McNeese State laying two and a half at Tarleton State in Stephenville, Texas. Never been there. <laughs> well, Kramer, is that correct? Who updated you- <laughs> the goddamn sheet? No, I just Googled where Tarleton State is. <laughs> I, I wrote in there, don't tell Sean. <laughs> I would you. Th- I couldn't pronounce Stephenville. That's very easy to pronounce. Yeah, I, I don't actually now remember why I didn't want I was you to wondering. know where it was. <laughs> oh yeah, man! I think weird. I was going to ask you where Tarleton State oh, was. I have no idea. Mm. Well, now, Before I now you know, Stephenville, Texas. McNeese State. You know this town has been through a lot. Cowboys dealing with a ton of adversity. Hurricane Laura really hit the hit hit the city hard. Still got a seven and five season in 2019 and uh, <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> yes. Battle through that adversity of that hurricane they that still, happened in the future. They still, have, <laughs> they still deal with that hurricane. Cody Orgeron son of Ed. O, is the quarterback there. And my first thought is, wow, he must suck if his dad can't get him on LSU, Yeah. but looking at his numbers, Colby 200 or 2,628 yards, 24 touchdowns, nine interceptions. seems like this kid is the real deal. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, look, uh, he's clearly better than anything LSU had last year, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, when what his dad told him was, "Son, you you're gonna ride the pond here in LSU, <laughs> so why don't you go somewhere and learn how to hold that tiger?" I don't think he wanted his son on campus. Uh, Coach O recently divorced. He's plowing everything mm. in Baton Rouge. He's probably like, "Son, need the son hanging around. Go hang out in McNeese." All right. <laughs> he didn't want to accidentally run a train with his son. <laughs> Get a little stuck in the hole. But dude, I mean, this is a one order on town. Th- these guys have been through a lot. Honestly, like that that yeah. that that football stadium got destroyed. That they, even their dorms, they couldn't yeah. go. Yeah, Half they're living the team, out of a hotel. Yeah, like like there's like 14 transfers I think on the football team that left because of they just needed to leave. Coaches too. Uh, like, the DC just just quit a week ago. It's been a mess, but they're bringing in a new head coach that that was a big time recruiter. NC Nick was the one to tell me that. Oh man, what is the name of this book that w- that was big on recruiting in Meat Locker, I think. And uh, Meat Locker. Was it Meat Locker? Okay. I'm probably I mean, fucking I, that up. I feel like people are going to Google this. Don't Google this on Incognito. There's, there's man, a book maybe? on recruiting that came out <laughs> in, in the in the <laughs> two thousand mid two thousands <laughs> that my brother was telling me about. That Frank Wilson, the head coach of McNeese, 
was the top recruiter uh, at, at LSU. And a lot of those years where Patrick Peterson got $200,000 and stuff like that. So you can only assume <laughs> this guy. I'm can, Googling images of meat locker just to make sure that it's not anything meat bad. market. I think oh, maybe meat market. Well, Try that. Worse. Try meat market. Something like that, right? right There's yeah, some yeah. book. I, I want to say we, Bruce Feldman might have been involved in it. Okay. Um, but anyway, he's their new head coach. He was never really good at being a head coach. He was UTSA's head coach recently, recruited really well. Horrible execution, though. So I wonder if the same thing will happen with McNeese. And then on the other side of the ball here, Tarleton, new to the party. Yeah. yeah. Division two, climbing up. And they lost a ton of guys. They lost their guy th- who threw for almost 3,400 yards. They're almost 1,500 yard rusher. They had a 1,400 yard receiver. Their top tackler, all gone. And they're making the jump from Division two to Division one. I mean, how can you go against this McNeese State team right now? They, it felt like they've been through so much adversity. They're rallying. They've seen it all, and probably just a, a more talented team. I feel like I need to raise my hand for this one. First of all, it is called Meat Market Inside the Smash Mouth World of College Football Recruiting by Bruce Feldman. There we go. Uh, you can get it used for three ninety nine. It looks like so uh, from Thrift Books. Shout out to them. Uh, <laughs> what did I say? Meat Locker. Meat Locker was your first <laughs> guess. Uh, Sean, I'll tell you why you don't pick. The school from McNeese State. Why is that? They're called the fucking Cowboys, Sean. Oh, uh, I mean, you know, what? it's the Cowboys or the Texans. You really can't win here. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, I'm they're okay both. with the Texans. <laughs> ah, come on. Uh, you, the fact that you're taking the Cowboys on this show is just showing us <laughs> how far we've come. Look, the temperature uh, at kickoff is projected to be about 20 degrees. It's a high of 26, low of 17. Football weather, baby. Football weather. I love Football it. weather. Yeah. Where's McNeese State uh, from? Louisiana. Yeah, a little war- warmer part of the state. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah. man, they're Come gonna, on. it's gonna You're be crazy. Nice. It's gonna be cold. Tarleton, those be- the beautiful purple field. Um, fans won't be. Uh, are we fans in the stadium? I would imagine. I think, so. Texas. I think so. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be lit. It's a night game. It's gonna be cold. Did I mention it's gonna be cold as shit? Uh, yeah, I don't know. And this 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 just has the makings of potential shit show. Like this is one of those games where I flip on. I'm stoked that football's <laughs> back, and I'm like, whew. Okay, so like a couple levels above high school? Is that where we're at here? Okay. <laughs> and the field is not purple, Ryan, just the end zones. Buddy, you got Daniel yeah. Jones. That's a couple levels above high school. Oh, here we go. I'm giving <laughs> the home team. I'm taking the team stepping up in class. Going with the home dog. That's crazy. Colby, are you with him though? I am. I am. You guys are both on look, Tarleton State. Look, sometimes it's a pedigree. I think they're 23 uh, and 2 in the past uh yeah, it's division look, two though. But, winners win. But sometimes when you when you jump up and look, they they got a Western Kentucky quarterback transfer, Stephen Duncan coming in, and don't forget the Adams State D two transfer, all American wideout Tariq Bitson. This guy will I'm be so a problem right for now. McNeese. So uh, this I can't wait. We got football this Saturday, guys. It is pretty awesome. So, Are you worried about a uh, possible sure. <laughs> possible look ahead game for Tarleton State? Big big uh, affair going to New Mexico State the following week. Hey, that, well, look at New Scott. Mexico State, the only FBS team playing in the FCS. Yes, things are going to get crazy in well, Las Cruces well, this year. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this about Tarleton State as well. Google doesn't have their logo in their system. That's why you got to go McNeese State. They <laughs> uh, haven't even bothered. Google hasn't bothered to index their fucking logo. COVID, COVID year. COVID year. Uh, no, Google doesn't have COVID. Come on, <laughs> dude. But look, this year, what's great? Next week, Friday. We get two football games. Saturday, a slew of games. And then Sunday, a slew of games. They're smart. They're using all three weekend days. Football is here, guys. 
I just want to break this over my own head and uh, just have a good time. So uh, yeah, I'm on, I'm all over uh, Tarleton here. You got to ride the momentum. This team has been, they're used to winning. I'm with you. I I think sometimes you guys are locking up Tarleton state. I'm going against the Graham McNeese state gets it done. Winners win. Okay. uh, Kramer. We're going to be tossing over to a uh, a segment we taped earlier. The NFL futures broke down a ton there, and uh, looking forward to the weekend. We'll be back doing college picks, college basketball picks, doing college football picks next week as well. Man, it's back! Feels awesome. Let's fucking go before we uh, let the live audience go here. Want to shout out better than Vegas. Right, better than Vegas. You want free video picks? Of course you do. Who doesn't want some free picks? Some free video picks. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Check out uh a lot of people on there that uh are giving out picks. Colby, when he remembers to do it. I'm Kramer. undefeated. Well, I, I look, I don't want to oversaturate it because I'm undefeated still. I'm like five and oh doing these videos. So I feel like, look, I gotta slow slow it down, slow it down. Georgia Brooks, <laughs> she's giving out picks as well. NBA picks, you can also hear on Let It Ride. That is a uh, dropping soon as well. Latest Let It Ride, the sports gambling game show versus John Boy Jackson. Again, so many free picks on Better Than Vegas, and you can start your own profile. I know a friend of the program, XFL Jim, he's got his own profile at Better Than Vegas. Very entertaining uh, watching him. Uh, I don't know if you could call it work, but whatever he's up to, it's fun. It's entertaining. Plenty of free video <laughs> picks, plenty of winners. Better than dot Vegas and uh, subscribe to our page. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Uh, what's the big story? The big story is, of course, the uh, the Bucks and their Super Bowl boat parade. There was a lot of uh, fun videos coming out of that. Of course, got us introduced to uh, drunk Tom Brady. Tweeted out that he got <laughs> a little of that uh, avocado tequila. It did, it was so funny to see Brady drunk, and I, I don't know. He's a guy who thinks strawberries have too much sugar, so the idea of him getting really sauced, I think, is pretty funny. What, what and, do you think uh, his drink of choice is? That that was the first thing I wanted to talk about because he obviously the TB12 lifestyle li- limits what he can intake into his body. So I don't yeah, think no, he's drinking Steel Reserve, right? No, no. Clearly, I I think it's right. I think what he tweeted out probably was right. Some sort of avocado tequila or some sort of like low calorie tequila, something that doesn't. uh, He's probably even counting calories even during his Super Bowl parade. I know our boy uh, TJ Reeves was there, Bucks radio sideline reporter. It was uh, it was fun watching the boat parade. Them chucking the Super Bowl from boat to boat. Ryan, do you believe that was a real? Uh, uh, the the actual Super Bowl trophy. Some were claiming that was like a dummy trophy they used uh, to show off. I think I, I I don't know. Maybe I want to believe, but I think there's a chance that it was real. I think two. I think one. I think probably a fake. If it's anything like the Stanley Cup, so I I had the privilege of seeing the Stanley Cup in person, and it had security detail. Now you're telling me that the great sport of football and the National Football League is not guarding the Lombardi trophy. I'm sure this was a prop. I mean, first of all, what are the odds they didn't actually bring the real trophy to Tampa at all? 
Like nothing good is going to happen when you bring a Super Bowl trophy to Tampa. It's going to get dropped. Someone's going to break it. We've seen the videos before. So I'm going to say 100% just like that dude running on the field uh, did not net him $350,000. I'm going to say there's no way. <laughs> Tom Brady's the only dude that's going to be throwing Lombardi's around like that cuz he's got so many. Everyone else is not throwing that thing around. Yeah, if you're the Bucks organization, or if you're Bruce Arians, you don't want to. You don't want that thing to go to the bottom of the uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, <laughs> that would be pretty hilarious. Someone jumping in to try and save it. There are a uh, lot of pirates in Tampa, though, so someone would have found a nice buried treasure. Some plunder. QB carousel. We haven't gotten any sort of uh, insight as to where these quarterbacks are going to land. Carson Wentz, we're on trade watch right now. It seems like he's probably going to end up with the Bears or the Colts. Uh, what do you think, Kramer? Well, my first thought is I want to ask you as an Eagles fan. I mean, obviously, the news that's come out about the rumor, like the rumors that have come out about what Carson Wentz could be traded for, are, are seem quite complimentary to the Eagles. And it seems like while you say it's, it's like, it's a Colts or bears game. Like I, I are the bears really uh, like hot and heavy based on, uh, it just doesn't seem like more than a lateral move for them. Yeah. Well, I, I think, I think the bears, you know, their coach and their GM are kind of realize it's their last year. Uh, I think if they don't have a good year, um, they're out. So I think for them, it makes sense to kind of go all in, you know, si trading for Carson Wentz is pretty risky, but if you only have one year left, uh, what are you going to do at the quarterback position? If you're the Chicago bears, are you going to try and draft someone in the first round at late first round? I mean, they don't have an early pick. I don't know what you, I think they're probably a desperate team and it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, Carson Wentz played like shit last year. So is it a huge step up? No, but I think you can at least sell yourself. There's a chance you can get him back to a, a really high level and end up doing something. I mean, if you're the bears, what else do you do? Deshaun Watson, the Texans keep claiming he's not available for trade. What is their other option at the quarterback position? Russell Wilson. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> that's, that's kind of gotten, that's really thrown off the whole market. If Russell Wilson really is available for trade, but I, I, it, that's kind of insane. Like, I don't see why the Seahawks would be motivated for to trade them at all. Like it, it almost felt like he wants to ask for a trade without asking for a trade because he realizes if he asks for a trade, people might not like him. So he doesn't want to be one of those guys. He's trying to like dabble his toe in the NBA water of just like suggesting that, Oh, Hey, it would be super awesome. If I got traded, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I would be shocked if Russell Wilson gets traded. It, it's the good guy move, right? You don't you don't say the organization's doing a bad job. You backhand him with a I would like to participate more because I'm not going to tell you the reason, but you can infer that I don't think you're doing a good job if I want more involvement. Uh yeah, I I don't know. I I think the other kind of wrench for the Carson Wentz out of Philly situation, especially for an Eagles fan cuz I think I think if you're an Eagles fan, you almost certainly want him out of there at this point. Uh is is Andrew Luck, Sean, going to return to the Indianapolis Colts, <laughs> ruining that market? Uh, I know that there's been reports of smoke in this area. He's not actually going to come back from his life of architecting and backpacking, right? No, he's not. He, I, there's no way he he comes back. He's been I, getting paid for not playing football. Why would yeah, he come why back would he, to play football? 
Yeah, and Jim Irsay came out and said he's definitely still retired. So I, I don't think the the Andrew Luck thing is really going to throw things off. If you guys got a take on uh, the QB carousel where it's going to land, I mean, if I was the Texans, I would just say no. Why? Why do they have to trade Deshaun Watson? If I was the Texans' new GM, I would just say, here are your two options: you either play for the Houston Texans or you don't play. And they've even ramped, they've even like kind of ramped up the uh, when you hold out, what happens to your money? Normally, they would be able to find you a decent amount, but now, but then like when you do finally come back, they're allowed to give that money back and kind of like make it right. But now, if you hold out and they fine you, uh, they can't give that money back. So. I think they, the Texans have a ton of leverage and I don't think Deshaun Watson has as much leverage as he thinks in this situation. Now, maybe they eventually just cave because they don't want to deal with the headlines and the media of it. But I would just, if I was the GM of the Texans, I'd just say you're either playing for Houston or you're not playing. And I think that's, you know, you're calling out the main difference between the NBA and the NFL. I think you know, an NBA team, if the main guy sits out, it's a much bigger deal. And while Deshaun Watson is a great player, you could argue he's probably a top five, top 10 foundational talent for a team to start a franchise. I think the flaw in everyone's argument that, that is talking about whether it be the, the giants trading a shitload of stuff for him or whoever trading a shitload of stuff for him. Clearly Deshaun Watson doesn't like the way the Houston franchise has been running things. And what have they been doing? They've been shipping their draft picks out of town to try to get good now. So why would he want to become part of a team that ships out everything they have for him? Uh, it, like the whole situation, I get it. You don't want to be in Houston anymore. Houston's going to be a, a, a shitty place to be in a little bit. It seems that way. JJ Watt messaging the same yeah, but, thing, uh, but, but, uh, imagine- but I'm with you. I, I don't think he has any leverage and I don't think if you're a team, Yes, you go after him. If you're a desperate, like if you're the Bears, that's the move, right? You're a GM. It's like either way, I'm getting, I'm out of here, right? I'm either getting fired because somehow I'm not fired yet from drafting Mitch Trubisky, but if this trade doesn't work out, I'm fired anyway. So why not take a stab at it? Yeah, I mean, I just don't know if the Bears, I mean, they gave up so much for that Mac trade. I don't even know if they have the ability to give. Texans like a godfather offer to really get Deshaun Watson out of there. I'm sure they've tried to talk to the Texans GM, but everyone says as soon as Deshaun Watson comes up, he just says, we're not talking about it. So I, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that would be a, uh, now if you're the Texans, what, like what there's the other side of this, which is why, why is Deshaun Watson worth all of this? What about Deshaun Watson makes him worth all of this, right? Deshaun Watson has been fortunate to be in a situation where he, uh, the public believes that he's great and the team just hasn't put talent around him. But you look at the talent around him and it's been okay. It's been a pretty decent situation. Which yeah, then, I mean, look at the, the year before last, DeAndre Hopkins. Like they got to the playoffs, they won that game against the Bills. I, I think it's just they're a team that just wasn't going to get past that next step. And you know, if you're, if you're, if you are supposedly this good as a quarterback, you kind of have to take that charge. And I would just, you know, the last thing I would say about it is so if you, if you wonder is Deshaun Watson really going to be a, you know, 10 year franchise quarterback, if you don't think he's going to get there, maybe it's injuries, maybe it's whatever else. Why not pull the trigger? Why not give him a new start? You get a, you know, replenish your, your draft cupboard that bill O'Brien has been emptying for the past couple of years. 
and, and make a run for it. Like to me, if I'm the Texans, I actually think the Texans with Philly, as much as I would hate Philly to pick up Deshaun Watson, like at least in that scenario, you have a team that has the assets to give you what you want in return and potentially a quarterback. Now I know Philly probably wouldn't get involved in that, but that at least makes a little bit more sense. Like a Stafford golf deal where you're talking about Wentz and Watson and a bunch of first round picks that to me makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. I mean, if you, if the Eagles sent, you know, Wentz and then like a first rounder this year, first rounder next year to Houston, why wouldn't you take that? At least, you know, at least you have a shot there. I I don't know, but maybe, maybe Wentz really fights that. I I don't know what his leverage is in the situation. He's, I think he just, he, he wants out of Philadelphia. He's not going to be back. Well, I don't think he, yeah, that, that's the other wrench. Is just Wentz has ruined his own value, like by by being a baby publicly about it, and then the team ha- and forcing uh, I, the team I, to I react. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't think he's ruined his value in the sense that like there's still multiple teams that are interested in him. Um, you know, the value is that he hasn't played that well, and uh, his contract is, is built around the idea that he's playing well. So that's really what's hurting his value. I think there are multiple teams interested in it, and I, I don't. I don't think Wentz has really done anything to diminish that. He's just basically said he doesn't want to be there and said nothing else really. Yeah, I think and he it, hasn't even said that. It's just implied. Well, I think it's. I think you know, obviously, if someone doesn't want to be there, that's gonna it's gonna lower their value a little bit. But anyway, I, I I don't know. I think I mean, so gut gut reaction. Where does he end up? Does he end up on the Eagles next year? No, there's a hundred percent chance he's not on the Eagles. Uh, he, I think Colts is probably where he went ends up. They're probably, I mean, I think they wanted to get. I think they probably already have the Colts agreed to give up a first, and then they're trying to get more than that, either like an extra third or fourth or a player. Why would the I feel Colts like that's give what up a first? Oh, I mean, that's just. That's what I don't know. That's what everyone's reporting that the the Bears are willing to give up a first. I mean, you know, Howie Roseman initially was looking for two first, but both the Colts and the Bears, I think, will probably give up first. Maybe it'll be like two number twos, but they're definitely giving up picks and maybe a player. That's impressive. I'll be impressed if they get a first round pick. I will. No, I definitely. I mean, I don't know. That's what everyone was claiming uh, early last week, but the fact that it's not getting done. Maybe they aren't getting quite the haul that they thought they were getting, but I I'd be surprised if they don't get a first at this point, but if they don't get a first, I'd imagine they get something close to that. Like maybe a second and a fourth and a player. So speaking uh, of they're so definitely getting something. So speaking of those teams, we've been talking about Philly 50 to one bears, 50 to one Colts, 25 to one Texans, 80 to one. Um, like, like, so if you're, if you're a, if you think this trade is going to go down. Does it even affect the way that you're buying these futures? Like I, I, none of these teams are super, honestly, there's a little bit of me that wants to buy Colts 25 to one, just in case Andrew luck comes back, just in case, nah. just Andrew, in case Andrew, Andrew luck gives us back. one more rodeo. But I mean the, the scenario of Wentz being traded to the Colts, he's reunited with Reich. Uh, you know, Reich is able to get him back to where he was, uh, or at least close to that. I mean, the Colts have everything around them besides the uh, besides the quarterback, really. And you know, if Frank Reich believes in in Wentz enough to make a trade for him, you kind of gotta believe that he knows what he can get out of Wentz. I mean, a lot of people thought 
you know, that uh, Philip rivers was kind of done and cooked before this year. And Reich did a really good job of putting an offense around him and probably getting the best year you could out of Philip rivers at this age. So, I mean, it, you know, is Carson Wentz going to be an MVP next year for the Indianapolis Colts? I doubt it, but could he be slightly better than what they got from Philip rivers? I think that's a pretty believable scenario. And if they can get improved play from their quarterback position, you got Jonathan Taylor coming into his own the second year. Um, you have that offensive line. The defense is pretty solid. Play a lot of dome games, the division relatively soft. Like I, I at 25 to 1 you could definitely make a case. So then play this game because there's kind of a tier of teams in that 25 to 1 range. We'll call it the 20 to 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 30 to 1 range. Seahawks, Browns, Cowboys, Colts, Dolphins, Titans, and then Chargers, Patriots, Steelers. I, I mean, you know, if you're asking me, the Colts at least have from a roster perspective, the Colts are sitting pretty good in that group. Uh cuz a lot of that group is lofted up for non-football reasons. I think the teams in that group that are interesting, because typically, Sean, we like to give out that kind of middle tier uh, future when we're talking futures. Outside of the Colts, I'm definitely looking at Chargers in terms of the roster. I'm definitely even looking to maybe Miami. I know it's, hard, it's hard not to like the Chargers, Herbert in the second year, maybe making an MVP push, but like they're still the Chargers. But isn't that the, the play? You have a new coach, maybe the Anthony Lynn Funk is gone. Maybe it was Anthony. It seems like it's the franchise, but maybe it's not. And at 30 to one, I mean, we saw a quarterback that looked as for a guy who won rookie of the year and looked as good as he did. I feel like we're not, there's not enough Herbert buzz. There's not, if this was, if Baker performed like that in his first year, could you imagine how much people would be freaking out? I, I just don't think there's a ton of buzz maybe because he's playing in Los Angeles on the chargers, but Man, at thirty to one, it that seems like a position where I get it. They're in the, the Chiefs' division, but you could be sitting and looking at a team, assuming they can win those close games next year and don't get hurt. <laughs> the, uh, how are they not going to be a team sitting at like six and two? I, I just it, God, that roster is stacked. Yeah, no, and and Herbert, um, Herbert's an interesting MVP candidate. Uh, as well, and maybe maybe you can bet him MVP instead of going Chargers. Uh, I, I think he's like twenty to one to win the MVP. I, I think that's kind of interesting. This, the narrative and storyline certainly is there. One future I don't understand at all is the New Orleans Saints at eighteen to one. Like, what are you what are you thinking? Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's always fun to believe in Jameis Winston, but man, it kind of felt like they just kept going all in these last couple of years, free agency wise. You know, trying to squeeze the last they could out of uh, Drew Brees. Suman Brees retires, or even if Brees plays, there's no way I'm taking Saints at 18 to one. That's crazy. Again, I think you know you can you can make the argument from a roster perspective that this is a team that that should have an uh, look. It comes down. I think it's going to come down to a Jameis Winston conversation. That's what we're going to be talking about. Is Jameis good <laughs> enough? Is he a guy you want to back? I think the problem is we saw what happens when Jameis is on a stacked roster team last year. We saw this, right? Tom Brady comes in, they immediately win the Super Bowl. That's how bad Jameis Winston is. Maybe the LASIK got him fixed. Coming back to your MVP comment, Sean, I pulled up the odds. Uh, Herbert ninety to one. I'm seeing for next year's MVP. Ninety, um, which feels feels I don't know how legitimate these are because he's in the same yeah. range as like Zeke Elliott and Tua, which feels wrong. Was um, that last year's? No, 
I'm gonna, wow. I'm gonna verify this. That's crazy. I thought I swore it was like twenty or thirty to one because I still kind of liked it at that, but ninety to one—that's insane. I'm I'm all in on that. All right, here we go. This looks like an actual screenshot from a sports book. Yeah, Herbert. I mean, I'm seeing two at fifty to one. Herbert at okay. Herbert at eighteen to one. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Because I was gonna say, but but yeah. he's in the same range. Like Herbert is sandwiched between. Uh, it's it's literally like Aaron Rodgers eight to one, Russell Wilson thirteen to one, Tom Brady sixteen to one, Dakota who doesn't have a team at this point seventeen to one, and then Tannehill twenty five to one. So he's a little bit uh, Deshaun Watson right there at seventeen to one, and Kyler at eighteen to one. So using that bucket of you know Lamar Lamar's at sixteen to one. So Lamar, dude, Matt Stafford is ahead of these guys. That's crazy. Lamar Dak. Deshaun, <laughs> Kyler, and Justin Herbert. Who are you taking in that pile? Oh man, I, I get. I mean, none of those are really appealing to me. Maybe Deshaun Watson, depending on where he ends up. But I, I don't see a scenario where he ends up on a, on a team that has decent weapons around him, and and certainly they're they're going to have to give up so much to get him. I, I don't see it. Uh, you know, the Kyler thing. I don't know. Kyler's. Interesting, but I I just don't think they're gonna win enough games for him to really be in the MVP mix. Uh, Baker, Jameis, Carson, all at forty to one. Uh, Jameis at forty to one. I think that's the conversation. Back to the Saints. They have the roster. They have the Super Bowl odds. If Jameis is the guy and Jameis comes in and balls out like he did in Tampa without the interceptions, is that a possibility? I feel like it is. Yeah, I mean, I I. It's always fun to root for Jameis, but I I think you could. To me, I'd rather take him like comeback player of the year. I, I think that might be a a better bet. Um, I don't know if they if you can just come back from not playing or whatever, but I think that is a more realistic award for Jameis than than actually winning the MVP. I mean, we'll see. He did get LASIK, so maybe all his interceptions and uh, you know inaccurate throws will be completely behind him. And uh, real quick, fun nugget: Trevor Lawrence, uh, same odds as Sam Darnold, Derek Carr, and Drew Locke. So <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. Any uh, any crazy long shots you like, Kramer? I mean, again, it's it's hard to. That was kind of the last tier of. Uh, I mean, I think the Sam Darnold thing is interesting. I, I I don't know if there's one guy that we can ob- objectively say we think we know. We're not really sure because of Adam Gase being there the entire time. Sam Darnold, does he get traded? Does he end up in a better situation, or is is the situation just better now? Are, uh, uh, Darnold's interesting because we've seen him have some games and we've seen him look like shit most of the time. Um, you know, uh, other than that, no, I don't think any of these guys are that Im- intriguing. I think Dalvin Cook at sixty six to one is more intriguing than some of these quarterbacks, just from the perspective of could he run up a a twenty touchdown year? Nick Chubb hundred to one. Uh, and Bar- Barkley hundred to one, same kind of logic. Could they have an absolute bell cow, two thousand yard season with lots of touchdowns? Chubb, maybe. Yeah, I just don't think we give running backs the MVP anymore. So, yeah, it does feel like you're kind of throwing your money away on betting on something I, besides a, a quarterback at this point. As I look at these odds, the one guy that really stands out is just a strange price is Stafford. I, I know I'm a Stafford guy. But for him to go to fifteen to one to win the MVP, only behind Mahomes, Rogers, Josh Allen, and Russell Wilson, uh, feels incorrect. I know the system is going to give him opportunity, 
Um, but that that's that's a crazy. I like even if the Rams have a great season, is Stafford really getting the MVP? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, the Stafford love I think is. Uh, we'll see how he does when the games are close and he's not just putting up yards and touchdowns and garbage time down 17, you know, in a dome when he actually has to, when it's like the Sunday night game of the week and he's going up against the 49ers defense. I think it's a very different scenario for Matt Stafford. And I, I mean, you could make, if you really wanted to, I mean, certainly I, I would say Stafford's the better quarterback right now, but you could make a, you could make an argument that uh, you know Carson Wentz is is better than Matt Stafford in the way, in the sense that like you know Matt Stafford never been to never been an All Pro. Um, Carson Wentz has actually had more seasons with a QB rating over a hundred than Matt Stafford. I mean Matt Stafford and Matt Stafford's also thirty three years old. So Wentz has had his injuries, but so is Matt Stafford. I mean he is he plays through a lot of them, but he is just perpetually banged up, and he's not young. He's thirty three years old, which for a quarterback who's taken a lot of shots, he's no spring chicken. So I, I don't know the idea that we're like penciling in Matt Stafford in the MVP race. He really has a high bar because we, you know, Jared Goff went on the road and won a playoff game in Seattle. As much as I know Jared Goff sucks, they still got to the divisional round playoffs with um, Jared Goff. So Matt Stafford has to get to the NFC Championship game next year for this to be kind of considered an upgrade for them to get farther than they got last year. Matt Stafford has to be in the NFC championship game. And I, I don't know, that could be a bit of a leap for Matt Stafford. Fun trivia question. Matt Stafford played 12 seasons for the Detroit lions. What is his career earnings to date? Wait, how many seasons? 12 seasons, 12 seasons. I'm going to say Hundred and ninety-six million. Two hundred twenty-six million. He was one of the oh, last okay. guys to get in, I think, before the wage scale. Uh, yeah, he got in the Sam Bradford. Yeah, I mean, truck. after this uh, LA, after this contract's over, he will have uh, made a total of two hundred seventy million in his career. Which, Jesus, I mean, that that's a good number. But yeah, I'm with you. I I, I am shocked. I, I would imagine it's people are just grabbing it to, to be cute, but I, I I'm shocked to see him in the, in the upper echelon of the MVP conversation. Yeah. Agreed. And uh, yeah, I don't know of the crazy long shot ones. I don't know. Steelers, maybe 30 to one, even that's, uh, can we talk about we'll the, see. let's just talk about the NFC East for a second, because sure. you have uh, the Cowboys are 25 to one to win the super bowl. The clear favorite in the NFC East from a Super Bowl futures perspective. Eagles 50 to 1, Giants and football team 66 to 1. I think we're entering another one of these situations where Dallas will be favored to win the division. There will be value on one of these other teams. I saw the football team just inked Taylor uh, Heineke, big time uh, big time playoff quarterback there. With that defense, now I'm not going to talk about my Giants because I'm sure you're going to you're going to make make mean comments about Daniel Jones and, and well, they don't have a quarterback. I don't, Dave Gettleman's I don't see. ability to build a rock. But let's talk about the football team. This is a team that made the playoffs this year as a seven win team. Okay, you can make fun of that. They pro- would you say they put up the biggest fight against Tom Brady in the yeah, playoffs? Yeah, you can definitely make that case. And and so that defense is mostly going to be coming back. Uh, the offense 
you know, you, considering what happened this year, I don't see how it gets worse. They have a professional coach in Ron Rivera, obviously a guy who likes to do a little riverboat gambling. At sixty-six to one, now I, I'd be curious to see what their NFC odds are. Let's just say, assume they're thirty-three to one. That gets awfully intriguing because this team could very easily have the best defense in the conference. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly easier to make a case for them than the Cowboys or the Giants or uh, the Eagles. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Eagles. I think the case you make is that Jalen Hurts ends up being you know, a stud and we haven't seen the ceiling. You bring in a new coach kind of gives the team a little bit of a boost. The offensive line stays healthy. You could talk yourself into a scenario there, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, certainly them making a run isn't insane. I mean, still it's 66 to one kind of a little crazy. We'll see. I like uh Henneke, Heineken, whatever. <laughs> um, I like, I like what he played. We'll see though. We've seen these guys mm. come in for a couple games you know, John Wolford esque and, uh, and then not be able to stay in the league. It'll be interesting to see if they, and, and who knows, like, I mean, they signed him to a two year deal, but it's like $8 million. Uh, Washington's not really tied to him. I mean, they were even trying to get in the mix for Deshaun Watson and that would have been, and I I'm sure they still are. That would be a really interesting uh, destination for him. I'm sure he doesn't want to go there, but um, you know, him playing for Ron Rivera could be kind of fun. But there's not enough. I mean, and I just realized there's a chat over in locker room. So not only can you call, but people getting mixed up in the chat. Uh, uh, Andrew Rapp talking. Sean always thinking the Eagles don't suck. I, I I do. I but the eight million coming back to that. Not not a bad deal for a backup quarterback. And I don't know why more teams don't do this. Pencil like three to five million dollars for a backup that you know to be a gamer. I think we see, like we've saw seen this now with the Wolf of Wall Street. We've seen this with some other teams where sometimes you don't need the guy who's going to be the future guy. You just need a guy that's going to put his head down and dive for the pylon. And I think if, yeah. if anything, like they're not going to be mad about having four million dollars tied up in a quarterback that can come in and almost win you a playoff game. Like that's that's okay. I think the uh, the more egregious is when you have teams paying fifteen million dollars a year for tight ends playing quarterback. Uh, and so we'll, we'll see how the saints do with that situation going forward. Yeah. And uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's kind of an interesting uh, X factor. See where he lands because he's always good for uh, you know, a QB competition, spark a little fire coming in off the bench. It'll be fun to see where he would be fun in new England. Although I, I don't know, Bill Belichick probably won't want to pay for a quarterback. Um, but that could be, that could, that could be a fun marriage. You know, those Bel- two guys. Belichick typically wouldn't, but now getting near the end of his career, maybe desperate after Tom Brady just shoved him in a locker. Not only did he shove him in a locker, but he took the, he's like, you know what? Now that I have a coach that isn't uptight, Bruce Arians, who's getting wasted and screaming curse words on the mic. Uh, I'm going to get fucked up at this parade. And I think, uh, <laughs> I think Bill Be- that's the part that bill Belichick didn't like. Tom Brady being escorted around like a, like a college girl who's had too many spritzers. Um, so I, I think it did, it did seem like the, the move you would see of, of guys like leaving a frat house party, like walking a girlfriend home, Sean, everyone's been there. Your wife, your girlfriend, something about the female race. They just, they hit that point and they just become uncontrollable. And you got to do that thing where you're almost bear Probably. hugging them into the, into the, the lift or the Uber. She's fine. She's fine. She's fine. 
No, no, she's totally. She's not gonna she's throw good. up. She can make it 15 minutes. Like that was Tom Brady last. It's like, dude, this is what happens when you don't eat, bro. The alcohol gets you more fucked up. You gotta yeah, be you careful. Need nice, you need a nice base to put your uh, booze on top of. All right. All right, Kramer. That about does it for our live locker room here Thursday morning. And uh, subscribe to the podcast. We're gonna be going talking FCS football tonight. Stay tuned for that. Had a uh, pretty strong. Well, I did. I can't speak for the entire podcast, but I had a pretty strong college picks uh, podcast as well. That was out for uh, post that Tuesday night for uh, yesterday's picks. Check it all out over at Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Uh, Sean, I just learned uh, winner of the bet where I'm going to owe a Chase, uh, d- a Chase Young jersey. Andrew Rob is how you pronounce the last name. I like how the DGens are now letting us know how to pronounce their last names. Krim, <laughs> let it ride. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.